I've cooked in some of New York City's finest restaurants. I've worked next to some people that were tattooed from their eyeballs to their toes. I've traveled all over the world and eaten some of the best food ever. I want to thank you so much for tuning into our podcast called Cooking in the Catskills. I am your host, Brett August. We're going to have some amazing stories from some of Catskills' finest chefs, from some of the chefs that I've worked with that are inspired me to become who I am. We're going to have some amazing stories from our family members that grew up in the Catskills from when they were little kids. And we're going to have the best time ever. Hello from Cooking in the Catskills. This is your host, Brett August. I hope everybody's having a wonderful morning and you're ready to listen to this awesome interview with my good friend and chef, Jonathan Martinez. We get along like peas and carrots, this cat and I, we've known each other for like 14 years now. Been watching him cook and now he's all the way up at the top. The executive chef, Tango Cafe in Hurleyville, New York. Chef Jonathan Martinez, what's shaking bacon? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate that. I'm doing very well. Yourself? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. And let's start off with telling me, you know, how you even ended up in Sullivan County and you ended up at the Tango Cafe. Oh, well, I've been doing this for quite a bit now. Um, I've been doing it for like a little bit, 20 years plus. Uh, I was born and raised in Sullivan County. Uh, I did a stint uh, for about six years in the uh, Army. I'm a combat veteran. When I got back, I really found a uh, comfort being behind the line, the intensity of cooking and everything. And then that's when I really uh, started taking my culinary uh, craft more serious in life. And then ever since then, it was just... Uh, constantly absorbing whatever I can from all these talented chefs that I worked under. And they took the time to see that I had potential and and they really helped me uh, get better. And um, pretty much that's, you know, that's the story. And then I've been here ever since as the culinary scene has been growing in Sullivan County. You mentioned the army. Is that something that I didn't know that? So is that something that you joined up like right after, you know, like when you're in like 10th, 11th grade and you're walking in a school auditorium and like they see the army table and you're like, oh, shit, do I sign up for that? Is that what you did? Uh, you know what? It's funny you say it that way, because that's kind of exactly how <laughs> it was. Um, um, but it, for me, I had a little bit of um, challenging youth. My father was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And he was not doing well through my high school years. So I ended up graduating early. And um, at the moment, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with college or anything like that. But I wanted my father to know that I'm going on the right path. It was either that or, you know, I wasn't with the right crowd at that time. So so I chose the Army. And then it was in the, shortly right after 9-11. So it was, everything was, you know, very intensified. Went to overseas in 2004, been there in, in one year in Iraq. Um, I definitely seen combat um, and um, one hell of experience to say the least. Made me more mature and maybe more um, dedicated and career driven. So oh man, that's something else I never asked you because I've known you for, I don't know, 12 or 13 years now. Like you say, you know, when you started cooking. So, you know, I feel like we're kind of family, but I've never asked you that personal thing. I don't know, you know, you always talk food, so it kind of sucks. No, absolutely not. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
but there's something that food, you know, triggered you. So is it like, you know, like something you were like at home with your mom when you were younger, or is it something in the army you learned? Like, what is it that? Well, actually, um, food is always, uh, I was always around food. Um, you know, uh, my parents were, you know, I'm first generation from an immigrant family. So my parents would come out here. They worked in the hotel scene in Sylvan County Skills, uh, like Kutcher's, uh, Raleigh, everything like that. So my family's always been either in the service industry, in the hotel industry. And I was that little kid running around the kitchens in the hotel dining rooms. And I always, you know, felt home and comfort through that. Um, as well, when I was in high school, before I even started in the army, I, I was four years in the baking in, um, in the Kutcher's bakery. Within those four years, I started from the bottom and then became a baker's assistant shortly right before I went over to um, overseas. So I really had like baking and, you know, the discipline behind, you know, um, you know, a little bit of culinary and hotel scene. And then when I went overseas, um, it was a hell of an experience. We found ourselves, there's like a big PX on base. A PX is like a big military target. And within that target, they have a, little, a lot of supplies, you know, for the soldiers. And then they have a, a section where they will have meats, steaks, this, this, and that. So I would end up buying a like, little char grill and outside my room where my guys would come back from, uh, uh, from our mission or rotating missions, I would just, you know, cook steaks, you know, leftover, because most of the time my missions, uh, we would be in and out when I wouldn't be able to make the chow hall. So I ended up cooking a lot for ourselves and for my, uh, my, my brothers. I just loved it. You know, I loved messing around. Remember also we had a specific mission where we had uh, been given like a, a shitload, sorry for the language, a lot of um, chickens, whole chickens. So part of our mission was trying to get in better relationship with the town. So we would go to these poor houses and give chickens and stuff like that. So in a sense, food has always been around me. And then when I got back, there was a big transition for like, I'm a combat infantryman. My skill set is, you know, uh, I'm still very young um, and my skill set is one specific and I found comfort in the kitchen. And then surely enough, when I got into the kitchen, I just, uh, I like zoning out to the line of fire. I don't buckle down to when, you know, things start to get intense. I actually thrive better with that. And I felt a sense of comfort by helping me by just focusing on food or kind of leave everything else in the background or that noise would, you know, stay behind. And before you know it, I just loved it. I just loved the food. I started learning more about food. I started doing more with food and finding out that I actually pretty good at it. And then, and then got better and better. And then before you know it, it was something that, you know, yeah, this is my career, this is my craft. I enjoy it. You know, it just hasn't got, has, I haven't got tired of food at all. Even though, you know, you'd be in a restaurant, you get into that regular routine, you know, most cooks will be like, you know, all mundane. No, I actually, uh, I take a take a one chapter from the military, man. I adapt, overcome, and I learn a lesson from everything, even good or bad. And I pick and choose, you know, what habits I want to keep in my bag of tricks. What was your first job out when you first got out of the military? What was your first culinary gig? So I was able to go back to Kutcher's and finish that up for a few months. Oh, so Kutcher's was still open at the time. Yeah, yeah. Kutcher's is still open at the time. I think about five years after. But I went back in Kutcher's and started jumping on the um, 
I started jumping on uh, the bakery and then I was double dipping. I would work at a uh, small bar around town called the Vino. It needed, you know, a line cook, a grill guy. So I, I was doing that. During that young stage, I would have two or three, you know, kitchen jobs at one clip. So one time I was also, you know, the head cook at a, a diner called Landers Cafe. I was also the sous chef at Main Street Cafe, which was the restaurant before the herring, that same location. Um, mm. I would do both those stints at the same time, two different kind of cuisines. You go from a diner scene to a little high-end dining. So I really got a lot of experiences all in one clip. Then from there, you know, I would bounce around uh, and help out my friends. I have a lot of friends that own restaurants here. They were just establishing like Benji and Jake's. I would jump in their kitchens as well. Um, I did a lot of um, street fairs and stuff like that. My wife's uh, family, they do Zeppelin's and Calzones, Lu Luigi Zeppelin's and Calzones. So we would jump and what? do that, yeah. And they do, uh, they do Zeppelin's and Calzones. Yeah, there's a there's been in their generation for many years. They used to do it down in New York City in San Gennaro's, right? Is that correct? Uh, and uh, it's like over a hundred year old family recipe of Zeppelin's, and the family keeps stuff. the tradition. So we we do that, and now they have a stand inside Bethel Woods right now. Really? Oh, yeah. is it that stand when you're walking down where the music festival is, right? That's the Zeppelin Yeah, stand. we got the right on the strip, right behind the concert, right on the concrete road. We got like directly behind there. That's what we got. They do Zeppelin's, they do calzones, cheesesteaks. Dude, I delicious. love their Zeppelin's. Good for you. I had no idea. Yeah, so man, you really came out of the service. You started working hardcore. You busted your ass. And I guess where I saw you or eventually at the Heron. Um, yeah. where we became good friends. As soon as I met you, um, I instantly liked you. You know, kitchen guys, you could tell, like, you know, if somebody's, and we've been friends ever since. And I'm, I, I, I like it because, you know, I've seen you and I've watched you through this culinary journey since you were younger. And it's kind of cool to see, you know, because a lot of people meet each other in the culinary industry and either there's a, you know, there's some type of a jealousy type thing who's never been with me. We've never worked together. I've just always admired you and sold food to you at some aspect or this or that. And to see you come this far, it's really such a fucking joy. I'm so honored for you. And, you know, I guess now it really makes more sense to me, knowing your military background. That's why you're get in on time your kitchen's clean you know we have a salmon sampling and you have the salmon ready before you even get there and, you know and how you work and how you cook and how you keep your station and this is i guess now explains everything to me really you know because i didn't know that part of your life and it's really amazing i'm happy for no, you i really appreciate it no yeah um yeah exactly it you know tell me about the tango cafe tell me well so tell me about your vision for the tango cafe uh, what you really enjoy cooking and is that stuff going to be on the menu or is in some aspect? All right. So yes, now I'm at the, you know, new Tango cafe I'm an executive chef there. It's a beautiful location. Uh, equipment. I'm been blessed to jump in there. The equipment is brand new, super clean. And, and, and it's given me the opportunity to actually get to the nitty gritty and create. And, uh, so tell me who runs it, though, if you don't mind. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want everybody to know. The Tango Cafe it establishes a new team. So um, I run the food in the kitchen, and I coincide with the general manager. It's our job to make the Tango run independently. The uh, person that owns it would be uh, Janet Caracas, if I pronounce the last name correctly. Forgive me if I don't. 
She's a wonderful woman. She's part of the HPAC, which is the Hurleyville Performance Arts Center and the Tangle Cafe. She has a wonderful vision of having this place. Um, so it was kind of explained to me this way, which, you know, I, I started really getting, I really understand it. It's like that one scene in Star Wars where Han Solo goes into one of those, you know, like restaurants or bars. And when you go in there, you start seeing all different, you know, uh, creatures, all walks of life, you know, different aliens. And the vibe was just like, you know, everybody was just comfortable, enjoying it. So basically the tango is, tango is kind of that same vision where we want to have casual and comfortable for all walks of life. There's no discrimination. Like, you know, you, dietary, culture, whatnot. We want a Tango Cafe to, you know, represent that. That's like a inviting atmosphere for all play, all, all walks of life. That is just not exclusively to like, you know, one, you know, diverse group of people. So also my goal would uh, would be to um do a little bit multi-cultural cuisines, influence, um, inspired cuisines. Um, I have a, a strong Hispanic background, so I love cooking, you know, Spanish food and all, you know, all different forms. Since it's got that play on Tango Cafe, you know, we like to do a little Spanish tapas. You're going to see a lot of those tapas menus on the menu. Um, on the menu. I want to start working with octopus, have those as appetizers. I want to start working with some nice, you know, mussels, fish. A little bit of everything. And um, I'm really happy that the Tangle Cafe is finally giving me the opportunity where I can actually start creating a lot more. Uh, a couple of restaurants prior to this during the pandemic, you know, everything was just specific, like you know, a sandwich or soup spot. I had a food truck at the same time and the food truck was, you know, strictly like a taco truck, which is, I loved making that. And it was, it was totally fine and beautiful, but you kind of limit, the menu limits you to actually get creative. Tangle Cafe doesn't. Um, the menu is still developing and we're going to create some beautiful dishes. And what I really like to cook the most, I would say, is I like getting right in, the, right in with the animal, like or the protein that I get. Like if I get a slab of beef or I get a slab of pork, it can be whole completely. I love butchering it. I love breaking it down myself, getting all the uh, correct cuts, using every aspect of the, um, of the animal, of the meat that I'm using, fish as well. I really enjoy that. So we're going to start seeing a lot of dishes that... There's a lot of steps to it. It took a lot of time to it. Like I will make my stews, everything out of the animal, my bone broths, you know, things like that. I'm not going to skip a beat um, as much as I can. Old school French cuisine. And that's the way to do it. The salmon dish that you prepared the other day, people better get ready for that too. You're a really, really good cook. If they didn't try your food at the Catskill food truck, I get a, if they didn't get that small little sampling, they missed out because... Your tacos, burritos, all that stuff is super delicious. It's super great. Let me ask you a question. Is your little squirt, your little son, you're going to have him in the kitchen peeling onions with you or no? Well, absolutely. I got two boys. Uh, my oldest is uh, about to turn nine. And then my youngest is three. Throughout my last five or six years that I've been, you know, opening and closing and running and developing restaurants, they've been, they've been attached to me by the hip. Um, my youngest was actually born during uh, one of my restaurants that I had at the time that we were renovating and stuff. So he's kind of been in the scene the whole time. You know, my wife, they're pregnant, helping me out and, you know, baby. So it's kind of like that's their environment. And it's funny, just the other night, you know, I still have um, I'm still looking for um, help and, you know, um, a good right hand man. So right now I have my kids helping me out. They do the dishes and they love cooking. I mean, cook at the house. My kids are lucky. We make uh, shrimp, pizzas, everything like that. I don't know that many kids that have a big palate at the moment and my children do. <laughs> do you have a wife that 
it's hardcore and makes some of the best Zappelis. Yeah. You, you that loves food and you have your little squirts that are right there. So you have a good thing going. I'm sure, like I said, Jonathan, I'm really happy for you. The Tango Cafe thank you, thank you. is a beautiful restaurant that overlooks the town of Hurleyville with these glass doors, with an open kitchen. And executive chef Jonathan Martinez is there. And everybody should come and see him. And Jonathan, I want to thank you so much for being on Cooking in the Catskills. Sky's the limit. Oh, thank you for having me, Brett. I appreciate it. You know, this is awesome. You know, I want to do some, uh, you know, guest uh, appearances with chefs and everything in the kitchen. So I'm going to get you in there so we can get in the kitchen and, you know, have some fun. Dude, uh, yeah, right? but, you know, I'm nowhere as good as you are. And I'm very No, it's all right, man. You know, you got some bag of tricks that played. <laughs> and I will. And, and my wife and I will be there with our doggy Pearl. And we'll be there to support you in anything you need. I'm here for you. Sky's the limit. Uh, will do. Thank you, Brett, for having me, and have a great afternoon. Chef Jonathan, I want to thank you so much for joining us on Cooking in the Catskills. I'll be there later for lunch. Sky's the limit, my man. Mm -hmm.